This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the all-new Stealth 2, Stealth 2 Plus, and Stealth 2 HD Carbon Woods. Designed with more carbon for more forgiveness. Learn more at TaylorMadeGolf.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Ah, here we go. Welcome inside Golf Talk Canada. We are at the rink hole here at Oakdale Golf and Country Club, and we have switched seats. Adam Scully (laughs) alongside Mark Sacchino. I'll be hosting Golf Talk Canada today and tomorrow as Mark goes on the grounds as his PGA Tour radio duties begin. Mark, how are you this morning? I was good. I've been... I was going to say, actually, no, we just got really bored because we're already three days in, so yeah, we said, yeah. let's just switch seats, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, no, it's, it's different over here. It is. Uh, yeah. it, it is. I like being over here. Okay. I like, like, I'm tired. You you do this. I got for, you. Yeah. I got you. I got to tell you, though. Tell me. You got layers on. It's cold? I was doing a couple of live hits with CP24 and and uh, CTV News Channel, and they asked me how I'm doing. I said, I- I'm pretty cold. And they, you know, they were kind of giving me the, okay, whatever. But, yeah. no, it's cold out it there, It is Mark. cool. And th- we are expecting some moisture af- yeah. after 2 p.m., but, uh, but I'm looking at the clouds, and this is not smoke. Looking at the clouds, it could, it could come earlier than 2. Um, the good news is if we get moisture, as long as there's no electricity in the area, which I haven't looked lately, if there's uh, no electricity, the good news with the moisture is it'll help with the smoke. Yes. It'll help with the air quality and hopefully also mean a shift in wind direction, which would mean that it gets this path of uh, mm-hmm. smoke away from our national championship and gives us a clear path to a Sunday finish. Which is very important given where you are flying on Monday. And you, what about uh, the everyone. amount of work that you got to start doing? No, I mean, that, you've got to put our show. And, I mean, we got, I mean the two, the, the, between you, Bob, and myself, and Graham, um, as soon as we put a bow on our national championship, we're Full, yep. full uh, steam ahead towards yeah. the U.S. Open, so we do not need a, a delay. It's just back-to-back national opens. It's fine. It's just a lot of work. The obviously. year's a blur. The year is a blur. Now, uh, according to uh, the forecast I'm looking at here, we yeah. have a 44% chance of precipitation as or at 11 a.m. Okay. Uh, kinda, it's looking right. a little dark out there. I yeah. don't see any um, any brawlies yet, which is right. good. I do have the rain gear with me. I, I have the r- full rain oh, gear, wow. the full Look deal. Look at that Adidas knapsack, Yeah, got too. the Adidas knapsack. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Aeroplan oh, tag, of yeah, course. Great. Um, but I've, th- this is stocked with rain gear right yeah, now. Okay, that's, that's, that's what's in here that's now. That's perfect. My Adidas, there you go. We're, we're my, on the solo shot Adidas here. Thanks, Joe, from rain, the bridge. My Adidas rain suit. What's that? What is it? Um, I should know the name of that off the top of my head, but I love it. Yeah, it's great. But, uh, you know, very busy show today. Uh, Bob Weeks is on the ground tracking Rory McIlroy, Corey Connors, everyone who is playing right now. We'll be joined by a number of guests. What was the reference you used earlier in the week? The Sally whatever? It is the Sammy Modlin Show from SCTV. They just pop in when they feel like Ah, it. I guess so I'm going to see Bob. Is that who he's – I'm going to – my assignment today Tell us about it. is to finish Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy because right. we go live. I get on the ground about 11, 11.30, but we go live at noon. Mm-hmm. So we'll f- call Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy's finish, and then they'll go, okay, go go do this guy for the rest of the afternoon right. or a couple players. And then tomorrow it'll flip. Yeah. Tomorrow because Rory and Justin go in the afternoon. I'll go out to a couple guys and then do Rory and Justin for 18 holes tomorrow. Right. Okay. So, so Bob is out there, I believe, following Rory, Corey okay. Connors. Those we'll find groups. him. But number of guests joining us today, Nick Taylor from Golf Ontario. Not Nick Taylor, the professional golfer, but Nick Taylor from Golf Ontario. I saw he, Nick yesterday. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I haven't actually. I, I saw the whole team. Oh. Kyle, Nick, uh, Mike Kelly's up. 
uh, oh, who took the job in California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly was up. Oh, uh, so all, they're all here. There you go. Good to see them all. So uh, TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours as well. And, and we, I have a breaking news for you. Because you, you asked me if we were allowed to discuss Portugal. Yes. And I wasn't sure. Okay. So I said, eh, maybe we don't. And I just saw TJ outside. Okay. And he said, oh, we're talking Portugal. Okay. So he's going to give you a teaser as to what you and I are doing next year and then doing our travel special around it. So. Wow. Okay. I'm very excited now after that. So <laughs> TJ Rule will discuss that. And uh, Jerome Kahn from Bushnell Golf will be showing off some products that no one, no one has seen before. You'll see them here first right here on TSN. I have a teaser for you on that too. Mark, you're just full of teasers yes. today. He brought a product that I didn't know existed that yeah. is released next week. Oh. And it is a very tiny device. Right. If you like to walk, if you're a walker, if you're a Sunday bag person, yep. whatever, this thing is so cool. He's going to show it. It's And the price point is crazy. I mean, they're not going to be able to keep these on the shelves. There you go. It's not expensive, and it does everything, and it's this big. And finally as well, Golf Canada CEO Lawrence Applebaum will join me around the table, and we'll discuss his experience at the Pro-Am, what it was like playing with Hazy B, (laughs) and how it was like getting heckled by Mark Sacchino here from studio. But before we get get to all that busy show today, let's hit it with some news and some headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger. Everybody knows one. All right, so we have live golf going on right now. As everyone predicted at the start of the week, your leader is Bryce Garnett. Everyone had Bryce, Everyone had Bryce Garnett. We were talking with Carlo Koliakovo, one of the co-hosts on First Up, and he was saying how his odds had dropped from about plus 50,000 to plus 20,000. So they're shortening a little bit. Squeezing a little. But someone who you had your eye on at the start of the week, Justin Rose, yep. four under early in his round. Four under through his first nine. He'll yep. flip over now, though, to the harder side of the golf course because they started on the back nine. So we, we've been talking all week, Adam. is like, okay, the the birdies are gettable on the back nine of the golf course. Mm. That front nine, going to be stubborn all week, right? There's only one par five, the seventh hole on the front nine, off the plate, 590 yards, uphill approach uh, on that par five. So we don't even know how gettable that is. Like, are we going to see eagle putts there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that back nine, I mean, we're seeing four unders already. We're seeing 32s. We're probably going to, depending on weather, we're likely going to see a 31. And at some point this week, I teased it yesterday with you. I said at some point this week, we could see a 29. I was just going to ask you that question. And do you think, you know, these conditions, you know, if for those living in the GTA, it's about 20 degrees cooler than it was last Thursday at at this time. And if you notice, we are whispering a little bit because our friends at First Up caught some flack uh, earlier this morning from uh, some, some marshals as some players were unhappy so we'll be we'll be lowering our voices here J- just just a little so bit. here's the trick right yes uh ak and carlo were had their backs to our oh. cameras because they're doing so their their voices are projecting this way yes so i said guys turn this way right but uh as as the gentleman here can all attest that uh, getting getting carlo to turn around no, at any no. point it was like a shiny object was there and that was we, we need an agent there <laughs> the we need we need a doctor we need someone to just flip I them said, around i said guys let's project this well this I, way. I i walked in here in the studio and they were both standing up i've never seen two people stand up do radio yes that's yeah. that's a different yeah, uh, i know they're standing up that's a, that's a different excited. trend now another obviously rory mcelroy has been a huge topic of conversation uh, given his involvement with what was going on earlier in the week with the merger rory McElroy 
McElroy one under through ten holes. And we had the conversation. Drop shot to start the back nine. He was Drop. two under making the turn. Yes. So Rory bogeyed the par for first hole, which is a down. Well, it's a downhill tee shot, then an uphill, uphill approach, approach shot. So a lot of guys will probably hit. I would think three wood, maybe driving iron or hybrid yeah. or seven wood. You ain't gonna see drivers no. there. But one thing with that hole is, is uh, spin control with the wedges. You see a lot of that this week, right? Because it's a lot of uphill approach shots, a lot of false fronts, yeah. and if you put the ball on the wrong side of the pin. Ten. Yeah. I mean. And, you, and you're lagging from yeah. there. You're lagging a putt you, from ten feet. You brought that up the other day, and I was like, you're bang on. I was thinking to myself, yeah, you, I mean, especially, okay, uh, you know, we're going to double down on that oh. because you just said there's moisture coming. Yeah. Moisture comes. That, that shot that you're referring to is even harder to control because yes. now that ball, instead of peeling back 15 feet, is now peeling back 30 feet. Yep. You almost, with false, I hate to say this, but, I mean, with false fronts and a lot of wedges, you would almost prefer these greens to firm up a little. Mm-hmm. Not You don't want them rock hard. You don't want them like U.S. Open. No, type, no, no. But no. you certainly wouldn't mind that first bounce, Skulls, to go yeah. forward. And I don't think we're going to get that really right now. Now, so you were at Oak Hill. For the PGA yeah. Championship, yeah. you are obviously here at yeah. Oakdale. How yeah. would you compare the rough between those two courses? I, I would suggest the length is similar. The density at Oak Hill was thicker. Yeah, it was it was a thicker, denser. Uh-huh. Uh, grab the hosel, uh, dictate maybe the shot that you can. <clears throat> excuse me, that you, I'm going to be doing this a lot today. By the way, the clearing of the throat. Scared You're talking me. seven hours with the the quality of the air. But I will say, yeah, the quality there, but you are good at talking for a long amount of time. Thank God so. for, <laughs> I mean, that's all we've done since we got here Monday, right? I'm like, everywhere I turn around, can you come talk here? Sure, yeah, let's sure. go talk there. Yeah, At no least problem. we're talking about, you know what's really great? We're talking golf today. Yes, and we're going to do our best. So obviously, we'll have to mention the merger news. That There are some quotes that have been circulating around from Alan Shipnuck talking to some insiders. But we're here. We're at the RBC Canadian Open. We're at one of the most historic events on the PGA Tour calendar. Just like last year, a lot of the shows at the start of the week were focusing on what was going on away from here. Now, obviously, the news is more around the PGA Tour, given that it is PGA Tour merger news. But we're going to do our best to only speak about what is going on on the golf course mm-hmm. right now and looking at rory mcelroy's scorecard two bogeys on the day one of the mark came on a par five seven uh on 12 his third hole of the day he started, oh, on, right. he he started, started on the second Sorry. nine thank you and for rory mcelroy all those bogeys with wedges in his hand you wonder because you know bob spoke to taylor pendrith who played a practice round before this week and said there'd be a lot of wedges into these greens he said 15 wedge approaches now when taylor played when taylor played it though he played it in smoke and hot exactly. conditions firm exactly. conditions so i think that's likely not the case but we're going to see 12 wedges but for rory in particular wouldn't you think i was talking to cameraman uh, jeff long about this before the show that given the, his wedge game is not a strength. It's just, it's not. He's one of the best drivers of the golf ball, mm-hmm. but he's his wedge game isn't a strength. You wonder, do you think he ever considers, you know, uh, dot, peeling it back a little bit and saying, you know what, I'm going to hit four iron, two iron, three wood instead of a instead of a driver to not have as many wedges in the back? So, I, I mean, let's take par fives out of the equation, right? Let's yeah. just go because, you know, obviously he's probably thinking dance floor in two. You would right? think so. Okay, so let's talk in, in a par four capacity. I mean, why not play the game to a yardage that's better for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, bombing it down there 330 to give yourself 110 yards when you suck from 110 <laughs> yards doesn't really seem like a great game plan, does it? Like, I mean, it's a little, you know, 
But we talked about, you know, it's funny. I was talking about this last night on Overdrive. Yep. Because Rory gets this tremendous speed and power uh, with his drivers and his fairway medals and his long, one of the greatest long irons uh, players in the game. He hits his long irons up here. And, we, you know, we talk about he has a tremendous width on the way back. He mm-hmm. takes the golf club very much out on the way back with tons of width. And then he drops it into a lower mm-hmm. plane inside. And then as it comes to the inside, he violently pushes off the ground, uses the ground almost as good, if not better than anyone, anyone. in the world, and then clears his left side and just ex- full extension, hips clear, chest is covering the ball as the left hip is clearing, and this. Now you've got to hit a shot 110 yards, right? Mm-hmm. What are we getting images of here if you're watching we have, this on TSN This is the 13th, 13th hole, hole right now. We have live images right here. Well, I that, that is not Garnett, Rose, and Aberg. No, but he's no. got some nice shoes on, though, i got to no, say. I don't think it is. No. Oh, no, it is. It is. I'm sorry. Is that Bryce Garnett? That is. That's our leader, and Bryce Garnett. Is that Rory in the white? No. So Rory had a, uh, Rory had a hoodie on earlier uh, today. Now, Mark, before we go to break, because we want to talk to Canadians on the other side, Okay. Uh, 18th hole. Oh, sorry. Let me finish this. No, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, you finish so, your thought. St- standing up, all that stuff is great for long irons, fairway medals, and driver, but you know as well as I do because yeah. you, you play a ton of glo- golf and you're a great player. Thank you. Now get over 110 yards and take it here and loop it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, but that's what feels comfortable for you. So for the last two years, you sp- work with your coach and your team to get rid of this, yeah. to go like this and simplify it. Great. Makes a lot of sense, but that's not your golf swing. No. It's not natural. Now you got... Worked fine till we got the Saturday Sunday last week. Once mm-hmm. the pressure's on, once the pressure's on, and you're no longer using your swing, yeah. you're playing with somebody else's, like Tiger has done mul- multiple times oh through goodness. his career, especially when things haven't gone well. I'm like, that's where we're going. So I don't know what the answer is. I right. don't. I don't because, I mean, if you just go, like, I would rather him just, you know me and like my theory with Rory, the freer up he is and just go play. Totally. I don't want to mean I let him let him loop it. Some days it's going to be ugly and some days it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So. You wonder it's taking you know a three quarter approach with a wedge and you know look trying to. Well, look you at, said at those are the smartest thing I've heard. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, just well, just take it out of the equation. Yeah. You know why? Why put yourself in a position where you got to hit a bunch of hundred and tens when you don't have to if it's not an advantage? Yeah. If you're in the top fifty on the PGA Tour from one hundred and fifty yards and you're in the top. You're outside 150 from inside 120. Stay sense. outside 120. You would think so. Now, yeah. So before we go, I want to talk about the 18th. Yes. No, 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 18th. no problem at all. So according to Bob, uh, Bob's been following Rory. Rory made a ridiculous direct quote up and down on 18 for birdie. Okay. But Rory hit a 249 off the tee into the right fairway and still had 258 yards in. Yeah. Do you th- is that what you think we'll be seeing a lot of this week? Sort of that four iron sort of four iron hybrid yeah. seven wood sort of shot into the green, depending on where the pin is and where how the wind is blowing. Unless, unless the tournament committee decides to do something absolutely ridiculous with the tee, yeah. if they push it up two or three tee decks mm-hmm. and tease the creek uh, instead of three fifty to carry the creek, they tease the creek to like two ninety. Yeah. Then you'll see a lot of guys do it, I, that, I would think. But I don't think we're going to see that from a setup no. position. So I think you're going to see a variation of what Bob just described all week, which yep. is why it's the quirkiest and probably the least favorite hole on the golf course to, for, for for if you talk to most of the professionals. Because mm-hmm. most professionals, like if, if you have a par five, um, they want to be able to hit driver. You don't want to take driver out of players' hands, and the, the, the creek dividing the middle makes it a little quirky. I, you know, I was talking to, to a lot of the players of Golf Canada yesterday. They had the qualifier here last year where mm. they collected data on 
And I asked him point blank. I'm like, did you did you ever consider playing this as a par four and us playing this as a par seventy one? I said we considered it, but the data showed that the average score there was was five point oh. That's what Kevin Blue said. Was on it our Kevin show. who said yeah, on, on our show? show. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, so the, the 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 data suggested suggested it should just be a par five. Right. But I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. I I almost wish they went back and just played it as a there's no room back there though. i guess yeah i don't yeah. know it's a weird it's, it's awkward and for those we talked when we played in the media day i uh, i hit two iron off that tee. you know i did lay the sod over it a little bit so <laughs> the I, big I, ball first yeah yeah so i hit it about 100 <laughs> yards and then i hit a five wood and then a nine iron and then i successfully three putted from 48 feet so it, it, was there any of this though when, the, when it finally went in did you uh, no, the, no not a fist i don't <laughs> even think the ball went in the hole i'm pretty sure i scooped it up and just kept walking so a, a stress-free bogey as we call it but looking forward to get getting out to oakdale at some point here again uh, very soon. On the other side, we're going to take a look at Corey Connors' opening round. He's the top Canadian right now. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade and the all-new Stealth 2, Stealth 2 Plus, and Stealth 2 HD Carbon Woods. Designed with more carbon for more forgiveness. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to find affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today. Speaking of Caddy Time, Mark, love that interview you did with David Ryder from Caddy Time. That's on our YouTube channel right now. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Mark Sacchino. We are on the rink hole here at Oakdale Golf and Country Club here at the RBC Canadian Open. And right now, the top Canadian, Corey Connors, three under through his opening nine. He is currently T3. He started on the second nine. So as we just spoke about, the easier of the nines, but Connors off to a great start. One of our uh, TSN edge picks this week, right? You, you have them. I have uh, Rory McIlroy, uh, who is one under par, I believe. Yep. Justin Rose at four under par, and Corey Connors now at three under par. So wow, we're looking good out of the gates. It's early, uh, but there was two narratives when we got into this week. It was someone's going to figure out these old greens, and whoever does and does that the fastest mm-hmm. is going to vault to the top of this leaderboard. Yep. Or no one's ever really going to get comfortable on these old greens and learn them in four days. And no one has any kind of pre-course knowledge here like previous Canadian Opens. Right. So it's just going to become a, a ball striker's paradise, and the best ball strikers will leap to the top of the leaderboard. Right now, obviously Bryce Garnett is the name there that we, that we were all expecting. But right now with the a Justin Rose and a Corey Connors and those names coming out of the gates early, one would suggest it's, it's leaning ball strikers. Absolutely. And for those who didn't see our social media channels this morning, here are TSN edge picks from the whole squad. So Mark, Rory, McElroy, plus 550. Justin Rose, who's plus 1800. And Corey Connors at plus 2200. Weeksy also going with Rory at plus 550. Shane Lowry at plus 2200. And Nick Taylor, the Canadian golfer, not Nick Taylor from Golf Ontario, who's <laughs> joining me in about 20 minutes here at plus 7,000. As for my picks, Matty Fitzpatrick, who's two under right now. Or three under right now, I wow, should say. Nice start there. Tommy Fleetwood plus twenty two hundred and Sahith Thigala at plus twenty eight hundred. Now, seems to maybe have brightened up a little out there, Mark. I mean, it's going to dance around thirty forty percent now for the next what six seven hours. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're going to see spots. If we do get rain, I don't. 
it's not a lot. No, no, no. So it's nothing that's going to stop play. You don't see electricity in the forecast? I don't see electricity right now. Then we're now good. In the forecast, then which, we're good. which is so, good. So um, looking ahead here, Mark, obviously you're you're off to do your duties here momentarily. Um, what does a day like this look like? For you, let's say let's say this is a this is regular tournament X instead of so obviously RBC Canadian right. Open we're on the air forever. Right. But on any other tournament week, is it the same broadcast window where you're on yeah. from twelve till six? So yeah. walk same us through your day window. Now. So I'm just I mean I'm pinching probably thirty minutes of time that I normally wouldn't pinch to okay. to come and be with you. Mm. So after this, I'm going to run over to the TV compound, which right. is roughly two hundred yards behind us. Yep. This direction. That's where uh, TV and radio. Uh, kind of that's their headquarters so to speak Mm -hmm. and i'll get my uh, cart for the day my uh, pga tour radio golf cart for the day and my driver my uh, personal physician dr petrov yeah the docs here almost got well he almost got tased (laughs) remember that that was i do remember that that. was during the can-am cup the can-am cup he almost got tased that's fine um he he's awesome he drives for me every week and Mm -hmm. he's the best Uh, every year i should say he drives for me the Canadian open so i'll go over there and right. we'll get whole locations, we'll get pairing sheets, we'll get some notes on the field, we'll get a bunch of information like that, pack them up, live reads for the broadcast, sponsor yep. reads, etc. Put them in a clipboard, get the clipboard, clipboard you use to kind of guard your voice. We'll go over there, we'll throw the backpack on. How heavy is it? Jeez, a good question. 48 pounds. No, no. And you're just, no, okay, no. okay. Five? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. five, okay. six. Okay. Yeah, probably five or six. Right. Under 10. Let's go. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay, so it's fine. It's yeah, it's more awkward than heavy. Yes, okay. Because it's it's uh, over the shoulder, right? Then a belt, and then the antenna up to the thing, and yeah. then the microphone, right? Right, uh, and then we'll go out at uh, we'll we'll lo- we'll pack up around eleven twenty ish, go straight to the golf course. So I'll go find you know my group, and we'll call some shots on tape in case there's birdies that we'll use when we go live at noon. Right. You know, moments ago this just happened. Yep. Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and I will basically be on the ground. And most of it will be walking. I'll do about 15,000 steps today. Oh, wow. And it'll be about 27 holes. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably call golf on Thursday and Friday for, I bet you I will call 12 different players today. Wow. I bet you. On the weekend, it gets more normal. It's like, all right, Mark, you're in the final group with fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy and Corey Connors, mm-hmm. you're in the final group with Rory and Kevin Sylvester. You're in the final group with um, Nick Taylor and Justin Rose. Right. Fine. Unless someone makes a move from way behind, right? That right. Sort of so thing. now with the mo- how the model works, we used to have three people on the ground, and sometimes we do at majors and players championship. Now what we do is have uh, the two of us on the ground, and then a studio team. So if the stu- oh, okay. so sometimes the studio team can pick up the hot trailer. Right. So if we've, if we've got leaders that are playing well, they'll keep the guys on the ground with the leaders that are playing well, mm-hmm. and the guy who's out five, six holes ahead putting up a storm, the studio team will take that. Right. And that's the mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. It gets easier as you get to Sunday. Yeah. Just like everything else. So we're getting to Sunday. As you get to Sunday, you're just not running around the property calling golf shots. Right. As you get to Sunday, we're telling a story mm-hmm. of how this golf course is going to, like how we're going to hand out a trophy. Right. And as you get tighter and the and the names get thinner and it, it just becomes more storytelling, which I enjoy more. Like on Thursday totally. he did this. I saw him do that. Mm-hmm. This is the challenge and we're moving up to an eventual like you and I did on eighteen together last year. Consumed by the crowd yep. and that moment, you're working towards that moment, that crescendo and, and, and this. Thursdays and Fridays, it's tough. It's a lot of work. 
I can imagine, and you mentioned Sunday, the final round. We have a new co-leader right now, Justin Rose. Five under par, and hey, Canadian Corey Connors, one shot off the pace of four under. Matt Fitzpatrick is as well. A bunch of our TSN edge picks doing very well right now. Mark, maybe this is the week Fitzpatrick wakes up that we've been waiting for. Maybe it is, and if it is, that's another TSN edge <laughs> victory for me. So go, Fitzy, go. But would love to see Corey Connors get back yeah. into the winner's circle and break that Canadian slump. Mark, you're a busy man. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for doing all this. Absolutely. And, and thank you. And you got to let me know what we're doing in Portugal because you're going to know more than I'm going to know. I will I will record it, and I'll, I'll send you uh, everything you need all to right. know. All I know is West Cliffs, which which I sent you the link to. Yes, you did. Which is supposed to be. And you did that during a commercial break of one of our shows, and that was just that was hard <laughs> because I had to look at this. I'm like, oh, we're on the air now. Okay, but anyway, but Mark, thanks for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. Golf Talk Canada continues after the break with Jerome Kahn from Bushnell Golf. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by TaylorMade, was brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to add affordable, qualified caddies to any round. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Visit weathertech.ca. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Here are live images of the 13th hole. If you're watching us right now on TSN2, we have Derek Ernst, Camilo Villegas, and Kyle Stanley all around. That looks like it's Kyle Stanley. He's got a short putt. I believe that's going to be for par. Doesn't look to be all that long. We saw Rory McIlroy miss a putt of a similar length, but Kyle Stanley rolls it. And welcoming back inside our studio here, Adam Scully alongside Jerome Kahn from Bushnell Golf. Hi, Jerome. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks for having me uh, out for the day here at the uh, the RBC. So. Absolutely. And we had met in person. There's there's a lot of lot of uh, you know in the the post COVID era, as you will. We've done a lot of you know zooms and phone calls, but it's always nice to actually see you in in three D. Yeah, definitely. I think the last few years have uh, have been difficult for everyone being at home, so yep. it's good to get out and uh, make personal connections with everyone. Absolutely. So uh, obviously, Bushnell Golf is a partner of us here on Golf Talk Canada, and Bushnells are used by. I would say every PGA Tour player. Uh, there's so many products that we're looking at. We're going to have a little fun here and, and test them out. But maybe for those, just uh, as a bit, a bit of an opener, just how important is it to have a Bushnell on the golf course to really dial in yardages? Yeah, I mean, I think today will, is a great example or for, for anyone who came out for the practice rounds. Uh, you saw every caddy carrying a Bushnell pretty yeah. much. We're about 97% of the players. Wow. And yardage is, is everything for these guys. They hit it so well so consistently and so they really need to dial in their yardages in order to be able to score um so it, it's it's at this point what we see is one of the most important assets in any caddy's bag mm -hmm. and that relates to the player's bag as well and so obviously on the pga tour they're not allowed to use one in competition but at the pga championship this was the third year i believe that in competition do you think there's going to be a day hopefully soon in my opinion where bushnells should be allowed to be used during pga tour competition personally i think uh just the way golf is going everyone's looking at, to increase the pace of exactly play. uh i think it is going to go that way mm -hmm. uh, at some point when that happens who knows right um but the reason they've been trying to test it in, in different events uh is to see if it actually does help yeah um because you know We've seen it on the golf course before, and I'll use an example of a Jordan Spieth. 
you'll sometimes spend a lot of time talking back and forth to Michael to get a number. Yep. Uh, where especially when he's kind of out of play mm-hmm. uh, or not in, in the in the zone, uh, they're trying to figure out what that number could be. It would be so much quicker to just be able to laser and know that that you're there. So. And and for those of us like myself who miss a lot of fairways <laughs> and have to sort of go over trees and, and try to take different lines, bushnells are are so important. Now we've seen the the progression in technology where it initially was just you, you got a number and there you go. But now there are many different variations. We'll get to the gear in front of you, but now obviously there are Bushnells with slope. Correct. How, how important is that for whether you're playing in this tournament in a practice round or your average Joe to know how much uphill, how much downhill a shot really is playing? It actually makes a massive difference. Uh, every golf course you play at is going to be a little bit different. So your home club uh, can be have a lot of up and down. Uh, and a lot of the time people under club uh, or over club because they don't actually know what the exact yardage is. So mm-hmm. over the years, we've really focused on perfecting uh, and getting our slope algorithm correct so that it's very, very accurate in terms of knowing that number um, of what that dif- differentiation is. So if it's 10 yards more, if it's three yards more, it could sometimes be five yards less, whatever the case may be. So on a course like this, Oakdale, so we're sitting uh, at the rink behind. At first glance, it doesn't necessarily look like it's super uphill, um, but when you actually laser, you'd be surprised the difference in yardage it is from totally. hitting the T-deck. You know what's funny about that? Because I've recently started using a Bushnell with slope for the first time. I, I've been sort of, uh, I, I'm uh, in the dark ages, if you will, the old <laughs> ages uh, in that sense, uh, in an old school sort of way. But I've, I've noticed a huge difference with my game, seeing that, you know, this shot is X percent uphill, and that, that could change an entire club. Now, you've got some toys in front of you here. Yes. Uh, pick pick one of them and, and walk us through some of the technology that maybe we ha- don't know. Maybe this, this the Walkman here. Is that what it's oh, called? Yeah, or the Wingman. The Wingman, wingman I'm sorry. Wingman yeah, Wingman View. So, okay. yeah, we, I mean, we obviously make a, a range of different products for, di- for different consumers. Um, so our, our newest... Uh, addition to the family is mm-hmm. going to be our wingman view yep so pretty excited about this new product uh, just launched uh, came out in canada officially in stores about two weeks ago wow um and this is an update to what was our original wingman which is a right. gps unit and speaker uh all in one so wow uh, this is going to ma- magnetize to your golf cart no way uh, okay fantastic uh plays uh music it'll it's preloaded with about uh thirty-eight thousand courses oh my god so pretty much every every course uh, that y- you think you're going to play, we're going to have the GPS in there. Uh, and the big addition uh, over the last year's Wingman is having the LCD screen. So oh. you can actually see the yardages now, whereas the original one uh, did not. Now, is this the same product that can uh, have a little... A little trash talking, yes. little, little chirps. Yes. Too. So, yes. Uh, what was some of the uh, you know the ideas behind that to have some more fun uh, on the? To so have course. some more fun, and that's kind of the idea with music. I mean, uh, yeah. Some people like to play with music. Uh, there's always a time and a place, uh, depending on the club that you, you you play at. Not every club is obviously music friendly, mm-hmm. uh, and that's okay. Uh, but this, the idea was, is we want to keep it uh, fun, still give people the, uh, the accuracy with the number, um, having this device. So it's been. Uh, so well received, mm-hmm. um, the original one, and now having the LCD, dis- LCD display just makes it that much easier to actually get the number. Now, are they? Is it easy to turn on and and try a chirp right now, or is that? Yeah. So okay. the new one. Okay. Let me see if I can. Uh, yeah. As, as, as you load there, we're talking Bushnell Golf here with Jerome Kahn from Bushnell, and those watching this show, those listening to the show, they know that Bushnells are so important for all facets of the game of golf, whether you're a two handicap, whether you're a 22 handicap, whether you're a plus two handicap, like our own Mark Zacchino, these, uh, these Bushnells are, are so great. And 
the technology has really increased over the years. It's developed over the years, and now we've got these great products here uh, in in front of us. If it's not possible, Jerome, that's totally, no, no, that's yeah, totally I'll, all I'll good. I'll hopefully try to get it before the end of the segment here. Oh, no, no worries. So, okay, so we're seeing there's there's a smaller product there to your yes. right. What, so, what What is that one? So this will be probably the first look for most Canadians if wow. they haven't been uh, online. Nobody's seen this yet oh. out to the market. So this is called the Wingman Mini. Okay. Uh, and this is really geared towards uh, the walker uh, who okay. maybe push carts or carries on his back. Uh, we're seeing that trend in golf. A lot of players want to walk again. Uh, and so this Wingman Mini is going to give you the music as well, uh, as well as yardages uh, speaking out to you front, middle, and back. Super, super lightweight has the bike technology which is our magnet that will also allow it to magnetize to a cart uh-huh. um but it's just a great device i've had this now for about two months and absolutely love it so okay so just to confirm with that product let's say i'm a walker so i'm walking to my ball yep and so do i do i hit a button like how, yes. how, how do i get how do i yes. get that? so yeah. you, you know if, if you're if you're walking you carry you put your bag down you're gonna see this little b kind of on the side yep uh, you'll push that button, and it's going to give you your front, middle, uh, and back yardage uh, for you. So you got a, a rough idea right away. Yep. Hey, I'm 150. It's 143 to the front, 162 wow. to the back. It's pretty cool. Wow, that that's so cool. I'm looking forward to giving one of those a, a try here. That's that's exceptional. Yeah. So these are, these have been great. Uh, this is going to be huge. I think we've just the, the the demand I just saw yesterday showing people for the first time how many people were blown away by the mini. Yeah. And this already has been hot out of the gates. Having those custom chirps. Uh, that you can put in there, being able to play the music, uh, and just, again, having that easy yardage uh, now with the LCD screen. Totally. And you've got a couple other uh, yeah. gadgets there beside you. So, so those look, to, to me anyway, more like the conventional Bushnell, correct? Correct. So these are, you know, what we would call range finders or, yep. or uh, you know, in the industry, some people call them point and shoot. Oh, uh, yes. So we have... Uh, t- I brought two different uh, nice. versions. Uh, so the first one is going to be our Tour of East weeks ago mm-hmm. uh and this is an update to our tour v5 which is kind of our our, our baseline model mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. this is going to be i would say overall uh, in canada at least our number one seller uh, wow. so the v6 shift shift is going to refer to that this is a slope enabled version so this is going to allow you to read that slope uh, and yardage really improve the water uh, resistance uh on this versus okay. our v5 and improve the algorithm for the slope on this one. Right, and so I was going to ask you about that because these products are they're water resistant. So like obviously we're playing outdoors. It might rain today. It could rain all the time when we're out there. How important is it to, is it for the products to be water resistant? Uh, very. So it's a it's a tricky thing to make make a rangefinder completely waterproof. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second because yeah. it is a huge part that I think some people don't really understand yes. how important it is. Yes. Uh, like all electronics, like your iPhone, once it gets wet. It's very difficult to dry it out and get it to work again. Yeah. Uh, and so it's something we've tried to improve year after year. Uh, the number one com- thing that happens with warranties, whether it's a Bushnell or another electronic device, is water damage. Mm-hmm. And so we've really been trying to improve that water damage uh, or water you know, rating uh, year after year. So it's much improved over the last one. It's not 100% waterproof. Yes. If you want the 100% waterproof. Then you have to we'll step it up to oh, the Pro X3. There you go. Okay. Tell us so about the, that. The Pro X3 is our bells and whistles. This is what uh, the, all of our tour caddies are going to use uh, out right. on the PGA Tour. It's a slope-enabled uh, with a locking mechanism. So if you're playing in tournaments, uh, this is really what you want to know, that that slope is actually turned off. Uh, oh. And you're, and you're not going to be. Look at that. So it's very not- uh 
distinct and defined that, hey, it's in slope mode and, or it's uh, turned off uh, wow. uh, slope mode. But this is a full metal housing, uh, full waterproof uh, unit on this. You can put it in a glass of water and it's, it's not going <laughs> to uh, penetrate. Wow. Well, that's so many exciting products here from Bushnell. So many ways for you to find the right distance that you want to have, uh, whether you're a PGA Tour player or whether you're an average Joe, like a lot of us here are. Uh, Jerome, thanks for your time today. No, thanks for having us out uh, and look forward to catching the action here on, uh, on 14. Absolutely. Golf Talk Canada continues after the break. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, home to 80 great courses, 60 miles of sandy shores, endless dining and entertainment. Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to start planning your golf trip today. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Hey, support youth golf programming in your community by purchasing 50-50 tickets tickets online from your province by visiting golfcanada5050.com all proceeds benefit first tee canada chapters draws will take place at 6 p.m sunday june 11th during the final round of the rbc canadian open thank you for your support and good luck okay coming up right now our next guest nick taylor not the professional golfer <laughs> nick taylor who nick you are the chief marketing and development officer from golf ontario welcome to golf Talk canada thank you adam it's great to be here on this very special day as we open up canada's national championship today. yes and uh, it is summer's open although the, you know it's not quite summery out there but you got the short sleeves on which uh, i'm a little just bored, wired, my friend yeah i'm just wired that way okay yeah. that's that's fair are you you're not wearing are you wearing shorts no you're not no. okay 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 that's good uh so you've been with golf ontario for what, a year and a half or so now? Uh, not quite a year and a half. It would have been a year in April. All right. So. so how's it been so far for you? It's been amazing. You start by drinking through a fire hose a little bit. Uh, I came in, obviously, in April, and yes. all the plans for the season are already fully baked. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of listening and learning and, and meeting folks. Mm -hmm. um, but after eight, nine months, you get your feet under you, and then you can start putting plans in place for the next year, and, and that's what I'm I'm pleased to be here today to talk about is the outcome yes. of that learning and, and getting those plans in place. 100%. Now, you, I mentioned your, your title, the Chief Marketing and Development Officer. So walk us through your role and what you do. Sure. So it really is a brand new role. Uh, previously, there was a Senior Director of Marketing. Um, but in my background, I've done a little bit of fundraising. I, I developed a, a fundraiser for Princess Margaret Cancer Foundation that raised a million dollars in a day for six years, seven million over six years wow. for cancer research. So I have a bit of a background in fundraising and a bit of a background in marketing. So as things evolved after my first year, we made a transition organizationally with a new executive team. Mm -hmm. And it allows the organization, I think, to benefit from what I bring to the table in terms of not just, you know, membership growth and marketing and, and partnership marketing, but also uh, launching a brand new fundraising program as well. So it's, it's an interesting mix. Wow. I, there's so much to get into with that. First of all, congratulations for everything that you've done here with Princess Margaret Foundation. That's that's exceptional. Yeah, thank you. That, that's really, really, really cool. Now, some things we want to talk about today. Uh, first of all, the new member acquisition campaign with Golf Ontario. Tell us about that. Yeah, so... Um I mean, there was a survey done prior, well prior to my arrival back in 2019 pre-pandemic where they surveyed recreational golfers and mm -hmm. sort of said, you know, what's going to move the needle for you to become a member of Golf Ontario? Yes. And just so everyone understands, when you become a member of Golf Ontario, you're also a member of Golf Canada. Yes. That's, the, that's the case in every provincial association across the country. So you're benefiting from the strength and, and opportunities of two organizations. 
Um, so what we what we decided to do with those survey results were people said, well, we wanted access to private clubs. Mm -hmm. Well, that's tough to do, but there's a way. Uh, we wanted discounts on tea times. So yeah. That was probably never going to happen. But we also wanted an intrinsic value back. You know, could you give us deals on hotels and, and save on gas and travel and different things? Yeah. So, you know, we work very, very closely with our partners at Golf Canada, and they chose to go in a certain pathway, and they've launched the National Golf League this year. We're yes. super excited to be part of that, mm -hmm. and that's the strategy we're following. But as it relates to providing value to prospective new members, we planted a flag and said, we're going to create this exclusive member rewards program. Huh. Uh, you can find it online on our website. It's rewards.gao.ca. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a bit of a collaboration between ourselves, uh, two agency partners. One is Evolve Agency Group and the other is Venality. And essentially, we launched Softly on May 22nd. And for any prospective uh, new member, and there's 1.6 to 1.8 million folks playing golf in this province. We have 115,000 members currently. So the market is massive. So essentially what we're saying is for, for the low sum of 59.95, which is the public player membership fee, um, that gives you those benefits of Golf Ontario, Golf Canada, you have access to all these other values. So you can save $1,000 off the purchase of a Ford vehicle. You can save 25% off on Adidas.ca, not just their golf stuff, but everything that mm -hmm. they offer. Um, there are deals with uh, Lighthouse Credit for better mortgage rates and, and GIC rates. Um, there's all the traditional benefits that you get with Golf Canada. And we have more partners just waiting to launch new programs as well. Uh, don't want to give too much away, but we all saw the uh, Dormy head cover oh, that got yeah. great coverage, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So they're a partner of ours, and we're going to be adding them to the program in short order as well. We're with Nick Taylor from Golf Ontario. A lot, a lot of exciting things to get into there. How about the fundraising department? Yeah, so um, again, a little bit like planting our own flag and doing something uh, independently at Golf Ontario while still working collaboratively with Golf Canada. Mm -hmm. um, we have always been able to fundraise together with the Golf Canada Foundation, and we will continue to do that. You know, off the top of the show, you talked about First Tee Ontario, and that is such an incredibly important program that is running here in Ontario. They've done such good work, and we've been part of that work for the last couple of years but we also there's other areas that need support beyond just the introduction to golf to sort of marginalized children and youth so we've planted the flag and said we are actively going to be fundraising to support girls and women to support adaptive golfers to support the indigenous golf community mm -hmm. to light a fire under our existing scholarship portfolio and really better support not just the high performance uh, pathway golfers, but really anyone who's playing golf and maybe wants to go to the turf care program at Guelph or the PGM program at Humber College and just get into the industry. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing, of course, is our junior performance pathway and making sure, you know, folks like Corey Connors and Mac Hughes, you know, they played on our Team Ontario program and here they are at the Canadian Open. And so we want to be able to fundraise and fund and support the next generation of those right. players. That's one of the favorite things that we do here on Golf Talk Canada is speaking with players who are coming up, those those young players, you know, players who maybe have gone through PGA Tour Canada, who are trying to become the next Corey Connors, Brooke Henderson, uh, etc. Now, moving a little down the line, uh, the Ontario Golf Hall of Fame ceremony was about six weeks ago or so? May 2nd. May yeah, 2nd. we love that event. And, yeah. and we, with Golf Talk Canada, couldn't make the Partnership Cup because we were taping our TV show that mm -hmm. day at Wooden Sticks. I love that golf course, first of all. But a great class this year for the Ontario Golf Hall of Fame, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. And, you know, we've run into a couple of them yeah. uh, well this and we're here at Oakdale Bob, yeah. Bob Boschman was inducted and he's an Oak, Oakdale yes. uh, representative legend. of a legend yeah. here 
Um, you know, Rick Young was put in, and mm -hmm. Rick is uh, no stranger. He's been in the industry for 40 years yeah. in media. Um, you know, we also do the Lauren Rubenstein Award. Mm -hmm. uh, Gary McKay was feted. Uh, there was a posthumous award to uh, a lady in the builder category, and her family was there. It's a really great event. There was well over 100, 150 people in attendance, and um, they're just there to celebrate the past and look forward to the future. Wow. Now, before we sign off here, you know, we're here at the RBC Canadian Open, so much going on, but what's your favorite part about weeks like this where you're on location and getting to interact with so many people? Uh, I just... Um come away with so much energy i mean it's day, uh, day two i was here on site yesterday for a bit of the pro-am to look around right and i'm going to stay for another couple of days nice. here through till sunday but you know comparing to say the pga championship in rochester it was great to have that down there as well so mm -hmm. we've now got almost back-to-back -back, uh events of this kind of scale so i come away with a feeling of just how amazing and supportive the golf community is yeah. to see tens of thousands of people get up early walk the golf course, sit under a tree and get some shade, follow certain groups, you know, take in the site architecture of the golf course, the amazing uh, work that they've done here in, in, in here at Oakdale in these three nines. So I just come away with a lot of energy from these events uh, mm. and just knowing that there's an incredible and supportive community. And it just drives me to go back to work every day and say, what can we do to deliver value to these people, uh, to engage with them, to share their stories and to encourage them uh, to you know, drive the growth of the game through the next generation. Well, Nick, um, we've had a chance to interact a lot over, over email, over direct message, but it's nice to finally connect here in 3D, in person. And this has been a very inspiring conversation. I've learned a ton about Golf Ontario and everything that's coming next. Good luck with everything as we move forward, and thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Golf Talk Canada continues after the break. We're going to kick off Hour 2 with TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours, who's standing about eight feet away from me. He is excited to be on the air. We're going to discuss travel, maybe some Portugal talk, maybe my trip to Pebble Beach recently, too, and how you can plan your golf trip of a lifetime. Plus, coming up later in Hour 2, Golf Canada CEO Lawrence Applebaum will join me at the table here. This has been Hour 1 of GTC Hour 2 coming up next this segment of gtc presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by play golf myrtle beach the golf capital of the world thank you for listening to hour one of gtc don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at golf talk canada for show archives podcasts and all things gtc visit golftalkcanada.com and don't miss golf talk canada television weekly on the tsn television network This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Why Picton Mahoney? Visit PictonMahoney.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada, Hour 2, the back nine here on GTC. Adam Scully alongside good friend of the show, TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours. TJ, how are you this morning, man? Great, Scully. Good to be here. It's Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's just great to be on site. Isn't it great to be here on site and talking about 
golf that's happening here with players in the field here. Now, obviously, you're a massive golf fan. When you saw the news break, was your reaction similar to mine when your eyeballs almost went through your forehead? Now, I was on live TV when it happened, but what was your reaction? I love that reaction. I love that they filmed that, your reaction to that, because it's the reaction everybody had. I was actually playing in a golf tournament at the time. Right. Happened to check my phone, and, and I couldn't believe it. I thought it was I, – I didn't think it was real. It was fake. Yeah. Right? And so – uh, you know, I had to check a couple of sites to make sure that it, that it was real. And it was just shocking. Um, yeah. I think it was shocking to everybody. And I, I don't know. My, I guess my immediate reaction as a golf fan was it's a good thing because yes. it, because it's going to get all the players back together playing yes. in the same tournaments. And that's what we want as golf fans. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a lot of things in the back end that uh, that have to happen and, and, and who knows. And I don't want to get into any of that. But uh, as a golf fan, hopefully it, it means that the best players are going to be playing in the best tournaments together. And, mm-hmm. and, and ultimately, that's that'll uh, that'll be good for the fans. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good for the fans, good for the game to see all the best players in the world back together. Now, getting back to the golf here this morning, uh, we spoke on the phone three and a half hours ago where you were tracking Rory McIlroy. What did you see from the golf course earlier this morning? You know, it, it, it's just so fun to watch, you know, one of the best players in the world. I, I'm a big Rory fan, yeah. and, uh, you know, to have him here is, is, is great for the tournament. Um, hopefully he keeps winning, he keeps coming back, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we watched him tee off on 10, his first hole, and he, and he knocked it close and, and rolled in a birdie putt, and it was just, you know, a great start to the day. And, and hopefully he can, uh, you know, I, I know he's scuttled a little bit, I think, but, um, you know, he's still in there, and, and hopefully he's, he's, he's there on the weekend and in contention because the tournament needs that and I think yes. deserves it, right? And with all this news going on this week in the world of golf, you know, the, the focus needs to be on, on Oakdale this week and, on, and the Canadian Open. Especially for the second straight year where bombshell news has broken the week of the RBC Canadian Open. As, for, as Rory McIlroy said Wednesday during his press conference, you know, he feels sorry for the RBC Canadian Open, as, as he should, because yeah. this is one of the historic tournaments on the PGA Tour calendar where players want to be here to win one of the great trophies in all of golf. But you mentioned Rory McIlroy. He's dropped even par through 13 holes. Your leader right now, Justin Rose. So Justin has rose, has risen his way up the leaderboard. I'd really try to pun there. That work. But Justin Rose, five under right now. Matt Fitzpatrick, T2, along with Corey Connors. So, Teach, uh, great to see a Canadian as well get up in the mix because we haven't seen a Canadian win this tournament since 1954. I know, and it's going to happen soon, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you look at the, the amount of the quality of, of Canadian players out here. Um, it, it's bound to happen, and obviously Corey being one of the best. Again, we were sitting on 10 when he hit his, his pro shot in there and almost hold it on his first hole of the tournament. Yeah. And uh, uh, a great start and, you know, four under right now. And, and again, hopefully in contention over the weekend. But yeah, with with all the Canadian talent out here, it's you know it's just inevitable. You know, it's it's we're gonna have a Canadian yeah. champion at some point, and hopefully it's here this year at Oakdale. Hopefully it is here this year at Oakdale. Now you've had a chance to play this golf course now, not with this routing, no. but you've played this golf course many times before in different tournaments, different events. Um, what what are your impressions uh, from when you've played this golf course to what you've seen earlier this morning? Well, it was a little bit more rough out there. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's a great golf course. I've always Really loved it. Uh, an old Stanley Thompson, the original 18. Um, it's got a lot of character. Uh, yeah, the routing's a little bit different out there. And I, and I was saying to you off the air before, I haven't been out to the front nine yet to yeah. see the composite routing, but we'll go out there after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the new nine back here. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just a classic old golf course uh, that really uh, 
that really is framed very well. And uh, but boy, that rough out there is is thick and long. And I guess it's getting the guys ready for next week um, with with the rough they'll face uh, out out at LA. But um, I think it's uh, it, it's going to be a challenge out there this week. But uh, these guys are so good, and they're bombing it down there and hitting wedges in. So if they're in the rough or the, in the fairway, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah, we saw Rory McIlroy earlier because the 13th green is just off our set location here, and he hit a tee shot that was at least 50 to 100 yards past his playing uh, competitors this morning. So uh, players taking different strategies here, taking longer, uh, trying to bomb driver down down there to have wedge in their hand uh you know you mentioned la los angeles and you know you're with golf away tours of course and we're going to spend the next 25 minutes or so talking about travel uh for you now that knock on wood it seems like covid restrictions are you know a thing of the past now uh, how has your travel been so far in 2023 well you know what it's it's uh it, the travel world is busy, and yeah. it's not just the golf travel world, but the entire travel world. Uh, people are just wanting to get out there and get on the road again now that uh, the pandemic is behind us finally, uh, and hopefully for good. Um, and, you know, everybody knew that last year was going to be really busy because everybody during the pandemic pushed their trips forward, and, and 2022 was a was a crazy year. But things have really uh, kept going in that direction for mm-hmm. this year and, and are um, – extremely busy it's hard to it's hard to get availability in places that's the big challenge yes. with uh with our bookings and um you know but it's a good problem to have for us you know after two tough years yeah you know we're happy to be back and uh uh so 2023 is off to a great start um personally you know i traveled a bit over the winter which was nice nice um sticking around i like to stick around for the canadian summer because mm-hmm. it's short enough mm-hmm. but uh but yeah it's been a good start to the year and just for you guys you know what like when the world was basically shut down travel for you guys to to stay afloat i i have to commend you because it, it would have been easy to say you know there's nothing we can do here no one's traveling so um what to say it about about you you know ron the, the team to be able to stay in business and, and to keep doing great things for golf travel well i guess a couple of things you know when it first hit you know is that in march yeah. mid-march in 2020 and we thought okay well we have all these trips booked for this year and Okay, so the next couple months, you know, a couple of them will be canceled, but we'll get back into it. And people will travel in the summer. And, mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they'll travel in the fall. And okay, maybe they'll travel next spring. Yeah. And it kept push, getting pushed back. So we didn't really know. It was kind of learning as you went, right? And luckily, um, you know, we were lucky as a small business that the government supported mm-hmm. supported us. So, um, uh, you know, we were very fortunate to be able to get some some benefits that way to to, to stay alive. And um, and yeah, it was just basically trying to, you had to just push through and, and, you know, I knew that I, I was going to get through this at some point. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and Ron in the office and, and myself, we were, it was just the two of us at the time and we were just trying to keep busy. We weren't that busy, but right. it was just a matter of getting through it because we knew it was going to end at some point and then it would get back to, uh, to being busier than ever. And that's, that's what's happened. Well, there's so much great golf worldwide, and we're going to get into a trip that I recently learned about here and the specifics of that on the other side. But, you know, let's say someone is watching the show or listening to the show and say, hey, I want to go to Northern Ireland. I want to go play St. Andrews. How far in advance, generally speaking, let's say, you know, generally people like to travel in groups of whether it's four, whether it's eight, whether it's 12, etc., and they want to plan that sort of bigger trip. How far in advance are we thinking here? Is it a year and a half? Is it a year? Is it two years for, for someone to plan a trip to some of the upper echelon courses, whether it's Scotland or Ireland? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, and it really depends on the destination. Okay. Um, 
So in the past, you, you know, if if you had, for example, the biggest courses in in Ireland and Scotland, and in the past you booked them eight to twelve months in advance. Right. Now it's more like sixteen to twenty months in mm-hmm, advance, mm-hmm. and you know we're already starting to book some trips for twenty twenty five. So um, there are some places that are already pretty much sold out for twenty four. Wow. So that's kind of what it's gotten to, and that's been the biggest challenge coming back into a really busy time in travel, is getting people to buy into that timeline and understand. That if they want to, you know, book something, mm-hmm. they got to book it that far in advance. We get so many phone calls where they're like, "Well, I know I'm really early, but I want to go play, you know, Royal County Down next September." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, okay, I, I get that it's 16 months away, but you're too late." Yeah, you're too late. <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, and and it's it's hard for people to understand that, but you know, we're, it, it's up to us to get that message across. Right. And, you know, for you guys, you know, obviously there is there's so much great golf worldwide, but you know, golf only takes up. Whether maybe you're playing 36 holes, so let's say let's say golf takes up with travel and all, let's say five to six, seven hours, depending on how long your tra- your your bus ride is, etc. But there's still there's the rest of the day to uh, to work with too. What's it like for you guys to you know plan these different destinations? Whether you know maybe it's different uh, recommended dinner locations or, or stay and play hotel locations, what that sort of thing. Yeah, it's really important to know uh, for that reason where to stay yes. and, and what else you can do. So uh, it's a big part of our job and, and what people rely on us for is expertise in the destination, mm-hmm. right? Not just the golf courses. People know the golf courses. They see them online yeah. and, um, and you can you can look that stuff up. But then where to stay and what to do afterwards. And it's mm-hmm. becoming a lot more uh, of an emphasis uh, on, on people's trips. It's not just the golf, yeah. but the off-course off facility uh, yeah. activities as well. So if people want to go to a whiskey tour or do a culinary tour, tour or a wine tour or you know uh you know there's so many different things to do depending on the destination and that's uh that's what we're there for there you go there's so much uh, exciting uh so many great travel destinations to get to and on the other side we're going to discuss one that maybe some wouldn't consider off the top you know your scotland's your island but there are a great a lot of great golf courses in spain in portugal too and a rumor tells it that we'll be heading to Portugal in just under a year. On the other side, we'll discuss that and much more and how you can plan your golf trip of a lifetime. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. Learn more about their award-winning golf course and growing community. Visit CobbleBeach.com today. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. We are talking golf travel right now with TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours. And now we're currently seeing the 13th hole. If you're watching us here on TSN2, 13th hole, par 4. Bit of a speed slot there in the fairway. And uh, we've seen a, co- a lot of tight approach shots into that green, but not many birdie putts made as you welcome us back here inside GTC. Adam Scully alongside TJ Rule. And now Graham Dillette joins us around the table. GD, how are you this morning? I'm great beautiful okay well you guys have collaborated for a trip to casa de campo coming up november november and in november yeah one of our favorite places that we've talked about a lot tell us all yeah i've I've never been i'd love to go at some point but tell us all about this great trip you guys are doing sorry you didn't get the invite this time scully that's okay we 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 got many trips to go to i'm I'm not i'm not that old yeah it's all good (laughs) tell us about casa de campo so yeah as you know we 
you know, we talk about the, the resort a lot on the yeah. show, and, and Mark loves it and goes there often. And, uh, you know, we decided, uh, Graham and I started chatting at this event last year, actually, and, and nice. looked at uh, at doing a trip, and we thought, well, what better place than Casa de Campo? So there you go. Uh, we put it out a couple months ago, and it sold out like that. So, unfortunately, nobody can sign up right now because we're sold out, but that's a good thing for us because we're going to have a great time, and Graham hasn't been there before. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I actually hadn't even heard of it until last year when I met you, TJ, at this uh, event, and then... Um, you know, I started Googling it, and it looked beautiful, and then I started talking to some people who had been down there, and uh, everyone says nothing but good things about the place, so I'm excited to go. Yeah, wow. Special place. Yeah, so, okay, so there's so much in terms, there's, how many golf courses are there, Teach? Is that, is so there's, there's three? Four and a half on the property. One of them is private. So, oh, okay. Uh, but there's the Teeth of Dog that everybody knows, uh, you know, it's uh, been ranked top 50 in the world, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're all, uh, they're all Pete Dye golf courses, and then there's a Dye 4, yes. which has 27 holes on yes. the other side of the property. Much different golf course a lot of elevation incredible vistas and views mm-hmm. uh and then they got the links uh the links golf course uh which is the third golf course there which is also a, you know great doesn't have quite the views of the others but still a great great track and uh yeah and good food you said and oh. some pools and there you yeah. go now how, how's your golf game uh i've played three times okay this great. calendar year that's so uh that's fine that's, I, actually the last time i played though i shot eight under with the boys so Wow. It's still in there. Still got it. If I would have shot 74 instead of 64, I mean, the nice thing now, honestly, is that my. My, the rest of my day doesn't depend on how I played. Exactly. You know, and yeah. it's actually it's pretty nice. You kind of freewheel. I'm putting better than I ever have. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, like, tight. You know what I mean? Because totally. I'm not practicing or anything like that. But, like, there's days where it shows up where I think that I still have it. And then there's days where it's like, oh, yeah, I've been practicing very much. You can't expect too much. Right. Yeah. I remember, Graham, in, in your prime, the sound that your iron shots would make. It was just – it's so pure. And it's awesome to hear you're playing great golf. And awesome you're going on this great trip. And uh, I am jealous. Yeah, they don't sound like that anymore, though, unfortunately. <laughs> no. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh, now, speaking of great trips, TJ – Mm-hmm. I so Mark sent, sends me this screenshot about going to Portugal in a commercial break about a month ago, and I could barely get through the next segment because I was like, "Oh my God!" So this is so this is happening. So this, Portugal, this is now happening for sure. Okay, so you've obviously been to Portugal, yeah, not just with me because so when we went to Spain November 2021, we flew through Portugal. We had a quite an experience in the Lisbon airport. We flew through the airport too, trying to catch our connection. Watching you run <laughs> through an airport after getting no sleep on an overnight flight was one of the great experiences of my life. And we didn't we, make it. We did not quite make it, but that's fine. That's fine. So yeah. tell us about Portugal. So this is a similar trip. So um you know, we went to Spain last time with with a few PGA professionals, yeah. and uh, and we saw some of the, the the best golf courses over there, right? Valderrama and yeah. uh, and Soda Grande and La Reserva and a Finca beautiful Cortesan. area down yep. there, Finca Cortesan, where they're having the Solheim. Um, and this year, uh, we're going to show you guys uh, Portugal wow. uh, and show that off to some PGA pros as well. So um, we're still kind of working out the fine details of it, but Portugal is just, you know, it, it's. Just, honestly just as good as as spain it's got some incredible golf courses there's some really nice new golf courses that are opening up there as well mm-hmm. there's a new one called comporta dunes just south of lisbon uh it's a david mcclay kid golf course uh that uh, that hasn't actually officially opened i think it opens next month but it's open for some preview play and and ron from our office uh, got to play it last month and, oh. and to rave reviews apparently it's an incredible place oh. uh so that'll be on our on our itinerary and another one called Westcliffs, which is a course just north of Lisbon that opened a couple of years ago. And again, you know, the quality of golf courses in, in Portugal is just increasing every year. And, uh, you know, we really want to show it off because it's a great destination. 
As you were type or saying that, I've been trying to Google image these right now, and my jaw is almost on the floor here, Graham. Here's the first. Oh, wow. Oh, look, that's on a cliff. Wow. Okay. This is – so, you know, obviously there's great golf in, in Portugal, but when we were in Spain, it was – the golf was unbelievable, but it was – we had uh, a great tour guy there as well, um, a host. Yeah. Um, and it's everything – around the golf too for so for that that trip in spain you mentioned a bunch of pga professionals and for them to take their fellow members there at some point which which then they they have done but uh what what else can we expect off the golf course when we get to go to get to portugal well it's similar right it's 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 not just about the golf yeah totally totally. and uh you know the weather's always great there um the but the food and the wine is uh is a lot of the experience as well right Mm -hmm. and so you know whether you're going down to the algarve you know which is a pretty touristy area in portugal a lot of people know about there's so much great golf down there there's Mm -hmm. beaches there's lots of places to hike um, it's just a great family destination, a great destination for couples. Um, and then up into Lisbon, which is one of the great European cities to, to walk around. It's just yeah. a beautiful city. So we'll experience some of that as well. And wow. then it's just, even if you get up to the north into, into Porto, um, you know, there's just some, some awesome parts of Portugal, the wine country up there as well. So uh, there's lots to see and lots to do off the golf course as well. But we're going to enjoy a lot of the golf for sure. Here's a Google image here, uh, Graham, of one of Doesn't the courses. Awesome? That, that is amazing. Yeah. That, like, I mean, like, I don't get. Re- I've been able to play a lot exactly, of great golf yeah. courses around the world, and then I see that I'm like, wow, yeah, that looks nice. I would go there. Have you hit Portugal? Uh, I played in the, a tournament when I was playing mini tours in Azores. It's like yeah, the, yeah. kind of like the uh, Hawaiian Islands yeah. of Portugal. Um, so that's it's like all lava rock or whatever. But uh, that's the only time I've ever been in Portugal, and it's not really proper Portugal, really. Wow. Okay. So I'll ask both you guys this question because you know traveling. Oh, there's a lot to get, get into travel. Obviously, there's packing the right clothes, but there's getting adjusted to the right time zone. When you were when you were playing and traveling, going to the Open Championship, playing overseas, what were some of the things you did to try to get on the right time zone? Yeah, I mean, if you can kind of try to start a couple days early, like stretching your sleep, like you know, when we went over to like Malaysia, I remember like it was we we would leave like Sunday night after Napa tournament. The entire tour would basically jump on a flight, and we'd go to Malaysia. We'd land in like Hong Kong, and then it was a quick flight to Kuala Lumpur from there. And then it would be Tuesday afternoon, and everyone's like. Where are we right now? And you're yeah. you're completely exhausted, but you try to stay up as late as you can yeah. so that you can kind of get. And it's like, but there, everyone is in the same boat. Everyone tees off Thursday. They're tired. You play Wednesday pro am, and you're just kind of like a zombie out there or whatever. But uh, you know, it's a little bit easier when we were going to the British because you could kind of start prepping for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like going to bed a lot earlier, trying to get up earlier, and just slowly, it's so that that time change is only maybe three hours instead of six or seven or whatever yeah right teach for you yeah so prepping is important and you know some people could do that some people can't but i find that when you get when you're going overseas and a lot of what we do is to europe so you get the overnight flight yes. right you get there early in the morning the key is just don't go to sleep that day don't yeah. nap it's so right? hard it's though. so hard don't go to the, don't go to the hotel and lie down and have a nap right so we always tell people set up around a golf that day yes. right Get get settled. Get your you know your luggage over to the to the hotel, but then get out there and be active. And and it's easier to stay awake if you're walking around mm-hmm. a golf course, right? Mm-hmm. And then have a, a bit of an early dinner, have a good night's sleep that night, and you're back on track. It's always it's always worked for me anyway. But the key is not to sleep that first day. Yeah, I remember when I went to Ireland uh, leading into the 2019 Open Championship. We were there about 10 days earlier, and we scheduled around at the Island Club where we landed. Our flight was actually a little late, so it was kind of a sprint to get there. And uh, anyway, so we play around to golf. You get sort of settled in. 
perhaps enjoy a beverage or yeah. two maybe helps the, the sleep a little bit but <laughs> those guinness take oh, taste really good oh yeah a little fresh guinness for sure now you haven't been to northern ireland though, not right? northern ireland so actually oh, i was just i was just thinking though before the open championship i always went to dune bag which is in yeah. the southwest oh, yeah. ireland county clare i had some buddies there so i i would try to go there four or five days early mm-hmm. practice play some links golf with the boys and then head over usually to scotland or england or wherever but uh yeah northern ireland is one that I haven't been to, um, that I would, I'd love to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know, maybe that's the next one we got to do. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I want to see photos, Graham, of you at Royal County down because that place is as good as it gets, as hard as it gets. And you've got to keep it straight and you need a good caddy there. And that's my next point of conversation here because caddies are a big part of golf in Europe. Any, any tips to the trade or, or what's it like playing uh, with caddies? Because there are some real, characters out there aren't there, <laughs> there certainly in are. europe yeah and you know what i always i always recommend to people going over there to get a caddy yes i think it really does add to the experience now there's some people that don't love cat the caddy experience mm-hmm. i do i think it really adds because it's not just what they offer you on the golf course in terms of guiding you around and reading putts and so on but it's the stories right and and the back and forth and the and the jokes they throw out there and they just make it more interesting i, I would say the key too is always tip them on the first tee, not on the 18th tee. <laughs> oh. might get the odd kick and a decent lie. <laughs> wow. Okay, I've never heard that one. That's quite something. Okay, T.J., before we go to break, um, where, uh, where where's next for you for travel? Um, I, I'm not going anywhere till, till the fall. Oh, so, well, there you uh, go. yeah, I'm sticking around. Actually, I, I lied. I'm going next week to, to France, a little getaway with oh. the family. But, no, oh, there you but, go. But vacation. Not, but not for golf. Vacation. Not, not, wow. for, not for business, not for golf. But uh, So, other than that, not till the fall. But uh, I'd be heading over to Ireland and Scotland in October. Which would be great. And then, what's uh, the What's the best time to go to Ireland, Scotland? Great question. You know, uh, any time between May and September is pretty much even. I'd mm. say. Um, you know, the days are a little longer in June and July, and a little bit warmer, but not much. Yeah. Mm. So any time between May and September, our mo- our busiest months are September, and then I would say May. Right. Um, and then you get into October, and a lot of people go then as well. But you're you're cutting it a little close then. Yeah, I used to play that Dunhill in October. I played it a couple times, and it can be extremely cold. But even the Open Championship can be cold, right? I mean, you could be up there in St. Andrews in the middle of July. Last year, they were lucky. They had great weather, Uh but it could be, guys could be out there in toques and sweaters I remember the first time I played St. Andrews, and we were walking, it was like this perfect day. It was like (laughs) 20 degrees Celsius, just a little feather of a wind. And I was like, oh, come on. I told my cat. I'm like, I'm like, where's this weather? What I'm telling you, three holes later, we're holding the umbrella sideways yeah. and walking in. And he's like, you asked for this. Hanging yeah. on yeah. for dear life. Yeah. Now, when you guys do go to Casa de Campo, TJ, you're what, at one or two maybe? Around there. So what are, what are the shots here? Well, I'll take one aside probably. <laughs> One. You shot eight under. I know, but I told you I can also shoot eight over. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I well, I don't like well, my odds. Well, uh, like they say, every, all the bets are won on the first tee. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, boys, uh, you're planning a great trip to Casa de Cambo. Uh, Teach, can't wait to go to Portugal with you. Can't wait to go overseas with you again. Hopefully I play a little better golf than the last time. I'll never forget. We're at Valderrama. I, we just shoot a little thing for, for our social media uh, page, and I had a, the case of the shanks on the Valderrama range. Oh, boy. And I, I'm a four index. Like, I, I'm a decent player, and I was hitting hosel rockets. I was like, oh, my God, I have to put this somewhere in the club face. But <laughs> anyway, we survived. Boys, thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. And, TJ, we will see you hopefully for round of golf at some point here at some point uh, in the summer. Coming up on the other side, Golf Canada CEO Lawrence Applebaum joins us around the table as you're looking at images here of the 13th hole. This is Golf Talk Canada.
This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. Book your tour at cadillac.ca slash live. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Looking at live images here. If you're watching us on TSN2, this is the 13th hole, and this is the group of Ches Reeve, Lucas Glover, Martin Laird. Oh, looks like we got Laird here for birdie. About, uh, well, oh, he backs away. Maybe he heard me. I'm about, we're about 500 yards, not 500 yards. We're about 300 yards away from him or so, about a Lawrence Applebaum sand wedge. Some would argue that uh, around uh, the table. Speaking of Lawrence Applebaum, he now joins us, but we're going to watch Martin Laird here first. Again, if you're watching us on TSN2, this is the 13th hole. This is a live feed, but a 12-footer. Maybe. Oh. I was waiting for my yes sir moment live on the air. Anyway, Lawrence Applebaum, Golf Canada CEO, now joins us. LA, how are you, man? Good. Good to see you, Adam. It's great and to see you. I'll tell you, seeing you guys out here at the 14th tee, competition has started. It's amazing. It's going to be a great week. How it really is. Now, how many years has the rink hole been? Is this five five years now? I, I, I can recall that the team, the, origi the, ori the original year we started with the wrinkle was probably 2017 yeah. at Glen Abbey. Yes. And it was uh, earlier on in the round. Remember, it was, uh, it was on the seventh yeah. hole. Uh, and I remember uh, it started to gain some steam. Mike Weir's caddy, uh, who happened to be a guy that you and I both know well, Rob Roxborough, yes. donned the hockey mask <laughs> uh, as Weir's caddy. And that kind of started a little momentum. In 2018, it grew, and then I think it really exploded at Hamilton Golf Club when yes. we put it on the back nine, mm -hmm. and that was a uh, tournament director Brian Crawford's idea to put it into a little bit more uh, competitive part of the round, get it mm -hmm. at the end, get a little more energy, and all of a sudden it took off. You yes. know, uh, and that was the 13th hole, I believe. Yeah. At your memory is better than mine in most golf courses, Adam, so yes. <laughs> and I, if memory serves as well, that was the year when the Raptors were making their run. I remember Mackenzie Hughes put a Kyle Lowry Raptors jersey when he was still a part of the Raptors at the time, and the ovation he got, and the atmosphere we have seen so far earlier when Rory McIlroy and Corey Connors, they were sort of in a, a three-group spin. When they were going through here, their reaction was unbelievable, and I'll never forget. Last year, I was on on Saturday. Um, fans were chanting, "We want Rory." For about three groups in advance. <laughs> I mean, what's your, been your experience standing around the rink hole? More last year, and as we get into this year too. Well, I think what is so interesting, especially so many uh, of your viewers and the listeners uh, have seen professional live golf, but many people have not. It, it's exactly. amazing how yeah. many the first time, and so when you get a chance to see a, a, an iconic athlete, which I, I really do believe Rory McIlroy yes. is part of, yes. to see that cell that follows him around the golf course. A couple holes before, a couple holes after, you can kind of feel that mm -hmm. human energy building. Mm -hmm. So when they come through the rink here, I think that's always an amazing sight, seeing him hit it. Uh, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a short par three. No, I don't. Uh, so to, to put this hole against the test of the Rory McIlroy's and the Matthew Fitzpatrick, it's going to be a sight to see. 
And we have to talk about Rory McIlroy because obviously news broke earlier this week and, and throughout our, you know, throughout the time of PGA Tour and live, Rory McIlroy has not only played exceptional golf on the golf course, but his leadership off the golf course has been off the charts. From how, from your interactions with Rory, just how special of a human being is this guy? Just not because he's one of the top golfers we've ever seen, but because of just how good of a dude he is too yeah he he, he really is uh a exceptional exceptional human being mm-hmm. i met rory in 2011 uh, wow. uh he was a really young guy uh obviously and and he was just starting but he was a bit of a phenom as we, as yeah. we knew him and what has evolved into a guy who um has worn the mantle of the tour and, mm-hmm. and has really done a lot of work on the on the development and aspiration and so i think as you've seen uh, and, and the world has seen, he, he probably wore it pretty heavy in the past few months. The last month, he's really gotten back to um, really focusing on his game. He, he was he did great in the Memorial. I know he didn't have the Sunday that he was hoping for, mm-hmm. but he comes with this energy to Canada for the third time in a row. He came with it in Hamilton. He came with it at St. George's. And for her, to see him step in here, and, and I, I, br- I briefly said hello to him yesterday, uh, he had the look. He had that look like he wanted to be inside the ropes. He mm-hmm. wanted to be competing. He really wanted to, to really, really perform. And he's got this aura about him. It's this swagger about him. It's the way he walks. He's got this sort of this bop to a step, and he's walking with his shoulders back. Because one thing that a lot of people tell me the first time they see him in person they can't believe how short he is because he's not a very tall man for how far he hits the golf ball. So he's just got this aura, this swagger to him that all of us, whether you work in golf or you don't, should aspire to try to live that positive attitude. Yeah, I mean, he's, you're exactly right. He's, he's smaller of stature, but he's he's a powerhouse. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we all can't have your arms at him. <laughs> you know, we all can't be – we can't do that. So so you've got Rory and you, who hits it higher and further yes. and straighter, uh, in the words of Jim Nance, uh, than anybody out there on the tour. Um, he does have that – uh, lift to his step. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember seeing him in the uh, walking the practice round with a wedge and a putter at Hamilton. That's all he had. It was a caddy. He had a wedge and a putter with him, and he was just walking the golf course, like speed walking through the entire back nine, just getting a feel, just seeing what was around the green. It was kind of a neat thing. I had not seen a lot of mm-hmm. that in a time. Mm-hmm. So he comes on site here in Toronto. He feels very comfortable in Canada, and just to see him put the put the fo- put the foot on the throttle a little bit really great we're in conversation here with golf canada ceo lawrence applebaum and one thing that i've noticed a big difference between this year and st george's is the build out here 35 percent increase is that correct yeah yeah i mean i, I really got to give kudos to uh our our, our team uh, of golf canada but the host golf club Oakdale and the palette that they have allowed us to operate within these 27 holes, and then RBC takes it uh, with the music series and puts it, uh, us on a completely different level with uh, being able to host the golf, host the concert on the range. Yeah. Uh, Black Eyed Peas on Friday night, and then uh, your second favorite band. Uh, uh, headlined by Alanis Morissette uh, on Saturday night. Who's my number one? I knew you loved Florida Georgia Line back in 2019. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Oh, man, I can't wait. That was so much fun. That was 2019. I can't believe that was four years ago. Yeah, amazing. Um, you know, there's so much that goes into putting on a tournament like this, and, you know, people will watch our coverage on TSN, whether it's TSN or TSN+. Plus. But behind the scenes, 
How many volunteers are working their way this week? Yeah, uh, we. So we're gonna we're gonna number close to two thousand volunteers. Two thousand. Yeah. Vo- oh my yeah. god. And, and and the team probably uh, we're thinking that eighteen hundred was gonna do it, and and then we realized with uh, all the activities that are going on site uh, nearby, and the, just the scope of of the things that are required. So about two thousand volunteers. And what's amazing is we're going to have five people awarded uh, at our volunteer event for doing 30 years of volunteering at the at a Canadian Open, whether that's a Women's Open or a Men's Open, an RBC Canadian Open. So some people have committed 30 years of volunteering. And when you go around the property and you see the number of people that are, you know, that spirit of volunteer, it's, it's uniquely Canadian in many ways but it's also uniquely a part of golf and big big events like this so Mm. very grateful to all the volunteers that there's an amazing job it's certainly been an amazing week so far and it's been an amazing season on the pga tour all of golf for that matter for canadians having success in professional golf and this year we have so many canadians in the field uh right now Corey connors is currently one shot off the lead right now four under through 14 holes what does it say about the strength of Canadian golf and the depth of Canadian golf on a professional scale right now. So maybe let's start with just Corey Connors. Yeah. Um, we, we had a chance to see him in the final pairings on the weekend at the PJ Championships yeah. in Rochester. Yeah. And, you know, Corey is a, um, a, a, one of the most mentally strong golfers. People talk off, often about the rhythm and his timing and his tempo and his swing, but also I think he's just one of the most mentally strong athletes out there on tour from what, people who 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 really are experts in the space say so for him to come here the attention that the, all the canadians get and him to play so well uh right out of the gate on thursday morning early tea time is amazing mm-hmm. but you could probably as i've heard you guys talk about and bob's bob weeks and and, and mark zucchino talked about it is you could pick one one or two every week that are sort of in the hunt yeah. And I think I think Mackenzie Hughes is, is not a dark horse, but I think Mackenzie Hughes is in the mix. I think Adam Svensson and Adam Hadwin. And then all of a sudden you get a guy like Taylor Pendrith or even Michael Glickich to mm-hmm. play uh, the kind of golf that they're both capable of playing is really special. And then you have the overall depth of Canadian golf. You know, on Sunday we saw three Canadians win, not on the PGA Tour. And, of course, Brooke Henderson it continues to do what she's done at an historic pace winning earlier this year on the lpga tour of course it was elena sharp on the epson tour Stephen ames with his third win of the season and miles creighton who is here on location after his win uh, on pga tour there was also one more win it were, we had the monday qualifier mm. yes that's uh, right which was played on sunday mm-hmm. at coppinwood golf mm-hmm. club mm-hmm. and a lot of guys will say that the mo- monday qualifiers is some of the most uh, gut-wrenching, nerve-wracking oh, because yeah. you're you're playing for your first start generally on the PGA Tour. So Drew Drew Nesbitt was the was was the Canadian who mm-hmm. was one of the Monday qualifiers to come into the competition here. So great to have him around. Great to have him here around, and uh, I always love to look ahead with you too because we're heading back to Hamilton next year. There's been a renovation done at Hamilton as well. What's your excitement level to head back to Hamilton for 2024? I, I think that Hamilton Golf and Country Club is probably one of the most experienced uh, golf courses, experienced members, uh, membership. Uh, they did a, a renovation that has been uh, very roundly celebrated and, and uh, was a Golf Digest a renovation of the year in 2022. Uh, it looks different. It feels different. Uh, I know a few guys who um, – 
did indeed take some time to sneak out there this week before oh. starting to check it out. So oh, we've really? had some players play out there. Our uh, top amateur in the world right now, uh, Johnny Travali, practices out of there, plays out of there. He says it's in uh, just amazing mint condition. So um, Hamilton will be a spectacle. Another site that we have uh, 27 holes that we get to build this amazing RBC Canadian Open concert on site. And having you guys, uh, you guys, having you guys here at uh, uh, the 14th, Adam, it's amazing. So thank you guys for uh, making the time and the energy to do it. Yeah, it, this has my, been my favorite week of the year so far. It's been an eventful week, to say the least, but it's, this has been my favorite year so far. Uh, obviously, my reaction to the news went a, li- a little viral, so some would argue. A little well, uh, I guess I got a little, maybe a little too deep into what was going on on site, and uh, it was only last night that that my wife Jen said, "Have you seen Adam's uh, video?" And I said, "No. What did Adam do? Because <laughs> what do you do now? So, there are so many things that Adam could do, uh, and I we watched it a b- bunch of times, and and uh, we're so authentic and genuine, and it's probably it's probably how we all feel. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. new news, uh, developing news." Yep. Um, once again, making the RBC Canadian Open a, a, a bit of a magnifying glass on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are focused on inside the ropes. We're yes. focused on uh, allowing these incredible athletes to do what they do and hope for a great champion no matter who, but maybe a little extra hope for a Canadian champion come Sunday. And it's one of the most historic events on the PGA Tour calendar, and so much work has gone into this week, L.A., for you. But now that we're playing golf, we're playing tournament golf. What's your favorite part of the week now as we, we look ahead to the rest of the round into Sunday's finale too? Yeah, that's uh there's so many um there's so many like snapshot moments where you sort of look around the room or you're in a place and uh last night is what for our association golf canada is a night that we get to celebrate with all of our partners mm-hmm. so on wednesday night of any week we'll do that and so we have some amazing new partners our friends at at uh bdo mm. at audi at Akushnet, uh at tsn uh at rbc we we bring them all together and we just have a little bit of a, a toast to the competition ahead yeah uh, we get a little preview from our tournament director, Brian Crawford. He tells us about you know what we should be watching for. But then you have these special moments. Uh, I'm going to predict that something really interesting uh, will happen. It begins on 14, mm-hmm. but finishes actually on, on 18. Yeah. 18 is going to be a spectacle. Mm-hmm. It really it re- will. It really will. Now, before we let you go... We always like to, you know, bring up last year your experience at the Pro-Am. Now, I don't know if you could actually hear Mark Zucchino, but when you stood on the tee, Mark took the headset off and yelled, don't shank it, L.A. Did you hear that? I heard someone else say, <laughs> Mark said, don't shank it. <laughs> and the best part of the, the was that a year ago, I only could hear your voice saying, you know, I don't like this decision when I pulled out, uh, you know, some small lawn, lawn furniture to hit at 180 yards, but it worked out okay. Uh, with more crowd than is generally around my foursome, um, I hit one of my better shots oh. today, so I was pretty happy and made and made the and made the par. So I was oh, pretty pleased. Oh, yeah. you made the three. Well, uh, the program looked like a great time. Um, it's been a great week so far, Ellie. Congratulations on all the success so far for the RBC Canadian Open, and looking forward to a great week here. Uh, thank you, and thank you for the whole crew for everything you guys are doing. And it's a pleasure to see you at this desk and also on SportsCenter, Adam. Thank you. I appreciate that. Golf Talk Canada wraps up after the break. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Cadillac, 
Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of LightStrike and LightStrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully now riding solo in studio. It's been so much fun to have so many guests here around the table on this lovely, lovely morning. Hey, golf fans, support youth golf programming in your community by purchasing 50-50 tickets online from your province by visiting Golf Canada. 5050.com. All proceeds benefit First Tee Canada Chapters. Draws will take place at 6 p.m. on Sunday, June 11th during the final round of the RBC Canadian Open. Thank you for your support and good luck. This has been so much fun here today on the ring hole here at the RBC Canadian Open. I want to thank all of our guests who joined us around the table this morning. We had Jerome Kahn from Bushnell Golf, showing us all those great new products. Going to try uh, those out. Lawrence Appelon was just here from Golf Canada, the CEO. LA is also going to join us on Monday during our Radio on TV special. I'll be back in studio for that one. TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours was also by uh, learning all about how you can plan your golf trip of a lifetime. Check out GolfAwayTours.com. That's GolfAwayTours.com to help you plan a golf trip that you will never, ever forget. Of course, Nick Taylor from Golf Ontario was by too. It's been a fun one here this morning. Mark Zacchino was already on the ground. He was here for the first half an hour of GTC. I will say for tomorrow's show, Bob Weeks will be by very likely off the top of the show. And then we'll have a wide range of people join me around the desk here as the second round of the RBC Canadian Open uh, is underway. That is tomorrow. Now, if you look at the leaderboard right now, you can see it on the screen here if you're watching us on TSN2. Matt Fitzpatrick, your co-leader with Matty Schmid right now, both at five under par. And look who's one shot off the lead. Canadian Corey Connors. He's had a great season so far. That victory at the Valero Texas Open, the close call at the PGA Championship too. Very unlikely, unlucky unlucky i should say at the 16th hole during the third round of that round of the pga championship unlucky break for connor's there didn't have the sunday he wanted but now he is back in the mix at the rbc canadian open looking forward to seeing how he does as the week progresses of course 20 weeks of tailor-made continues throughout the summer now on GTC. This week we're giving away a TaylorMade Stealth 2 Plus Fairway Medal. All you have to do, GolfTalkCanada.com, 20 weeks of TaylorMade, fill on your picks uh, for our fantasy pool. We're giving away over $40,000 in products throughout the year right here on Golf Talk Canada. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I'll be on Sports Center a little later today with Bob Weeks and Graham Dillette. We are back here on the Rink Hole. It'll be our final show of the week tomorrow. 
TSN 1050, TSN 2, 10 a.m. to noon. We'll recap the first round, and we'll have a little preview of what's gone on uh, during the day. In the second round, we'll look at the weekend, too, of the RBC Canadian Open. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching us right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of Lightstrike and Lightstrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.